Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Let's open up prayer today. Father, we're so grateful as Ben led us in worship that the evidence that we have, the promises that we have in you. Father, we see our world today. We're not sure what's taking place. Uncertainty every place that we can see. But Father, we know that the promises that we have in you, the reason that we gather today on the first day of the week is because we have hope. Lord, remind us through your word today, no matter what someone is facing here personally, no matter what's on their mind, their heart, that you will encourage them that we can see you. And we know no matter what happens, that Jesus, you give us hope because you're in control and you can see the future in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, uh, I always say, hey, where are we going to eat tonight, right? And that's where people's minds are. You know, hey, what are we going to do? Where's the next game? Uh, uh, March Madness is on. That's great. You know, Sweet 16 is going to happen on all these things. Uh, Super Bowl's over. You know, we get all these things that, we're, that we think about and what's, what's, what's going to happen. And, and we get so caught up that we forget the spiritual side of life till we see what's taking place in the world. So, did you realize also that at least half of the churches, surveys have been done, at least half of the churches in the United States of America never, not just some, never talk about revelation or prophecy. Think about that. Half of the churches in the United States. Well, we're going to look at God's Word today, and I want you to, uh, as you see the title up on the screen, Normal isn't coming back, Jesus is. I want you to say that out loud with me, will you? Normal isn't coming back, Jesus is. We forget, we forget so much how that the spiritual side of what's happening, we can turn the news on, we can see what is taking place, and we're so busy, and I understand it. I feel such a responsibility to all of, all of you and those that are watching. I feel such a responsibility to keep you informed because I, that's, that's my job. That's my responsibility. Yours is all the things you have going on through the week and your, your work schedules and everything, your kids' schedules, so much going on that if we can take a deep breath and pull back together on this first day of the week, God gives us Again, hope, and that's what we need. But I want you to see where we're at today when it comes to the end times, when it comes to right where we're at, because we're actually living in it. So many pastors that I've heard uh, preach or watch on YouTube, they're saying, wouldn't it, you know, the apostles would love to be living on what they wrote about right now. This is where we're at. So let's look at Matthew chapter 24, and I'm going to read verses 3 through 14. I might stop at a couple of those verses. Again, Jesus is speaking. I've quoted the first couple of these verses a few weeks ago in Matthew 24, verses 3 through 14. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, and again, Jesus is getting ready to leave this world, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us. 
will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to him, which we talked about a few weeks ago, take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. That's our world today. See that you are not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdoms against kingdom. Let me stop right there. Let's, let's put our world together for a minute and see what's happening. We see what's going on in Ukraine and Russia. It's horrible, the sights that you're seeing and all the things that we're seeing taking place on the news. We've never had a war like this where someone over there can actually use their cell phone and you can see in real time what is happening. And we see the travesty of what's going on. We see Russia, we see Ukraine. But let's not forget how this plays in. Many, many theologians are talking about Ezekiel 38 and 39, okay, which brings in Russia and what will happen. Well, that's, that's true, but we're not there yet. They're trying to take that and put that where we're at today. What's going to happen in Ezekiel 38, the Bible tells us that Russia is going to be in a, in a difficult place, okay? Now, we see that there's a buildup there. They're getting a place. They're not as strong as what we thought they were. They're still strong. Don't get me wrong. But even our generals have said it is amazing to see how that they have been able to push back the Russian army. So that being said, what I'm trying to do is just to speculate on the future where we're headed. It could be the where they get to the place to where they're not as go- doing as well as they could. And the Bible says that Israel, which is where they are today, is going to continue to prosper more and more as it continues. Someone said, you know, the other day, you remember you see a lot of things that you get to where you see on a back of them, they're made in, in China. If you see most of the things, a lot of things you have. Notice now, there'll be a lot of things that you'll, you'll get today that we'll see made in Israel. It's amazing. Why is it? Israel is coming more and more prosperous. They have turned a wasteland into a prosperous, fertile ground where most of Europe, they export to most of Europe all their fruit and all, all the different things that they have there. Not only to say that the technology that they have that we don't even know about. And so one day Ezekiel tells us, in that chapters of 38, 39, which being the reason I'm sharing with you today is it's being talked about so much, but that's going to be further down the road. I don't know what is taking place right now. I just know that as the Bible says, there are wars and rumors of wars. Let's not forget what Iran is trying to do right now towards Israel. You know, all the saying goes, a police officer will tell you if someone is coming after you and tells you over and over and over again that they're going to kill you, take them seriously because they are. Well, Israel knows without a doubt that Iran has said when they're able and they're, they're strong enough, they're going to destroy or try and destroy all of Israel. What is that? What, what are you saying, Dallas? What I'm saying is that they're very close to, to creating that nuclear bomb. They might already have it for what we don't know. Well, before that it is completely known or where it might be, Israel will strike them. 
And we'll take that out. So here we have another part of the equation. Not only to know that, that now Saudi Arabia won't even pick up the phone from our president when it comes to getting oil. Why is that? Because we wouldn't back them in certain wars that they were going into just recently over in the Middle East. So they don't even want to talk to our president. So we see the tension that we have, let alone when we see China and all the things that we know that are happening there. Wars and rumors of wars. Here we are. We're right there. And then it continues. The Bible tells us, as it continues in verse, verse 7, nations will rise against nation. And then there will be famines, pestilence, and earthquakes in various places. What do we see now? What are we hearing now more than ever? You know, did you know the, the, the fourth largest producer of bread in all the world is in the Ukraine? The fourth largest producer of, of grain and bread is Ukraine, of all the world. What is that going to do to the harvesting of that right now? You know, we talk a lot about gas and we see where gas is headed. Where do you go maybe next summer or the end of summer and see how much is going to cost for a loaf of bread? Let alone in some countries, it won't even be there. Like we're seeing the shelves of Russia even right now. Famines, not being able to get food. You know, it's going to be bad enough for what we're going to have to pay for. For it, there'll be some countries that can't even get it. We're seeing that right now. We're seeing the times come to life right now. We saw, didn't we, the last couple of years, pestilence. We saw one of the worst things that's ever happened in 100 years right here in the United States. If people cannot understand that we are living in the last days, I, I don't know what else to tell them. And, I, and what God is doing as we're gathered here, as you're watching, is just recalibrating you or getting you to pull back and understand there's something spiritual that's going on here. Revelation chapter 12, the devil says and knows that he has a short time. And when he knows that the time is coming to where he's going to be destroyed, he's going to work over time. And that's where we're at. And yet to see when will there be another, Bible says the last part of that verse, when, when will there be a, another earthquake? I don't know. It could happen any day. We don't know. But God is telling us today that, that the normal that we used to know around 2019 and before that, it's not coming back. If people want it to. We all would love it, but it's not. The reality of that is we need to understand where we're at and know that we still have hope. Let me continue. All these are the beginning. We're seeing the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up in tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended and will betray one another and will hate one another. I mean, is that more real than today? Everybody's offended about something. I mean, it is unbelievable. I mean, I, I don't even have to define this for you. <laughs> Finally, the last couple of verses. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because the lawlessness will grow and abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. 
And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and the end will come. Do you know, let me read back to you about, um, I think it's down to verse 10. Or no, let me back up further a little bit. Where it talks about the persecution that takes place in verse 9. Do you know last year there were more pastors and more churches burnt, destroyed, or more pastors persecuted? Last year, more in Canada than there were in China. Did you get that? There were more persecutions taking place. Now, we don't see behind the scenes what goes on in China. Can't see all that. But from what we understand and what's been reported, there were more persecutions and more churches burnt down to the ground in Canada than there were in China. If you can remember far back enough that they were so, quote, quote, liberal, if you can remember, back to the Vietnam War, where did the protesters go to find a safe haven? They went to Canada, right? They were so liberal about everything. You could do anything you want. Now we see the persecution that's taking place right above where we live. This is where we're at. The beginning, the beginning of what is going to happen. Now, to, to where it can discourage us a little bit, I want to encourage you in, in Revelation chapter 1 and verse 3. Revelation chapter 1 and verse 3. What does the Bible tell us when we read this read this? chapter or, I'm sorry, when we read this book of the Bible in Revelation or when we see what's happening in Revelation, what, what does God do? What does he tell us that will happen to you and to me when we understand more about the end times? Verse 3, blessed is he who reads those, who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keeps those things which are written in it. For the time is near. For the time is near. The Bible tells us there are some things that, you know, we just can't, we just couldn't understand really till we're, you know, it says in Daniel, it, 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 it says, close the book up till the time of the end because you're not going to understand all of it right then. Now we're at the place where we can understand it. Tells us that in, in the end times, just a, just a little bit of what I want to share with you, it talks about the Antichrist. And we know we've talked a lot about that in our church. I don't need to go down that road. There'll be Antichrist, there'll be the false prophet, okay? The false prophet will be the one who tells everyone to worship the Antichrist and who also gets everyone to get the mark of the beast, the Antichrist, right? Now, what also is known, it says there's going to be an image, and that image he's going to make somehow speak. You say, come on, Dallas, that's, that's, that's not really possible. Let me give you an example. You're driving in your car, and you turn the radio on, and whether it's music or whether it's someone's preaching or whether it's streamed, what has happened there? What has happened there is through some type of transmission that has already been taped somewhere, you actually hear that and you take it in some way and hear through your mind and mentally that does something. 
It's already happening. And, and that's to say that, oh, that can't happen. I mean, this image of the beast and it speak. We already have the place to where digitally we know it's hard to figure out, isn't it, where you can actually, this, this tape or anyone pastor speaking, you can a week from now listen to that message, and if something is bothering you, God can actually speak to you through that message and encourage you through the gospel of Jesus Christ that we have hope. Same way, the devil's going to use an image, and somehow it will speak and it will deceive those that are in the world of that day. Now, God tells us, the closer we get to the end times, all of you here and that are listening, if we're willing enough, we're going to be blessed because we have studied prophecy. God's going to bless you. What, what is that blessing then? What, what is God going to do? How is he going to bless us? Say, well, you're going to be blessed if you read it. What is that? Well, let's close in just a minute. In, in the Old Testament, in Psalm chapter 90, and verse 12, Psalm chapter 90 and verse 12. So teach us to number our days. So teach us to number our days. This is a prayer we were looking to God that we may gain a heart of wisdom. You know, about a month ago, I just had such a wake-up call. When, uh, I couldn't believe it, when I got my Medicare card in the mail. I just, I still can't believe it. I just don't, I cannot believe it. I'm just being really honest with you right now. I just cannot believe it. When that thing came in the mail, I'm like, well, this is for my mom, you know. That's, that's not, this is not, this is not mine. This is not mine. It's got my name on it, but it's not mine. I couldn't believe it. I could not Believe it. What is part of the blessing? The blessing when we look at prophecy, it, it shows us how, how fragile and how fast, how temporal this life is. God says, when you study my word, he says, teach us, Lord, teach us to number my days. Lord, Lord, teach me, help me. God says, I'll teach you. Open my word up. And he says, when you open my word up, I'm going to show you how valuable. Don't wish. Please do not wish this day, today. Don't wish it away. God's saying it's, it's so valuable. It's so valuable. You know what the Bible tells us also in the book of James? Tomorrow's got enough problems of itself, okay, today. I want you to value today, whatever that is. And God says when we're able to have that openness to be taught, because we know the older we get, the more unteachable that we are. You know, it takes about, you know, someone will tell you, someone real, a, a brother, or someone who's your brother, someone who's your sister, or your mate, okay? One person will tell you, this is what you do. And you'll say, no, I don't do that. And then, and then you go to your brother and you'll say, do I do this? And yeah, you do that. No, I, I don't do that. And it takes about four or five people to you're even open to understanding that you do that. 
okay? I want you to be open today, if you will, to let the Lord teach you. There's a way that you are, a way that we can, is say, Lord, my life is wide open. Will you help me? Is there something I, show me, Lord, what I need to work on. Not my best friend, not my spouse, not my kids. Lord, show me what I need to work on. In this time, because time is running out, in the time, Lord, I want to make an impact for you with my family, with my closer. I want to make an impact. And as time is running short, the devil knows time is running short, then why don't we realize time is running short? And to know that God says, if we are willing, he tells us right there, teach us to, Lord, teach me to number my days. And he says, if you're willing to do that, I'm going to give you wisdom for what you face. What is it you're facing that the person sitting next to you is not? I can guarantee you it's probably a lot. And it's so different. And you need something that only God through the power of Jesus Christ can give you. And it's right there. The Lord tells us. He tells us. Normal is not coming back. Jesus is coming. And if normal is not coming, I now more than ever need to say, Lord, will you give me wisdom for today? I don't, I don't want to wish next week or, or the time. But I, I want to know and value today. Teach me, Lord, to where I so know how important today is and know that you have a plan for my life. Let's look at this last verse. What is the hope that we have? It's found, many of you have this memorized. If you don't, it's a real easy verse to memorize. In Titus chapter 2 and verse 13, looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us there in the original languages meaning living in such a way, living in such a way that our life is always focused knowing that this life is so temporal. And as we know this life is so temporal that we as believers always have hope. Looking, living in such a way that I have a blessed hope. I know no matter what is going to take place in my life this week, I can pull back and I can say, Lord, will you teach me what this is about? I'm not sure if I understand it, but you show me the path. God says you will gain a heart of wisdom. And as you gain a heart of wisdom, you will focus on eternity. And you will know without a doubt, looking and living in such a way for the blessed hope and the appearing of Jesus, that you know today that the hope that you and I have as a believer, that you might not have to face death. That's the hope that we have as we look to Jesus coming back. I don't know what you're going to face. I don't know what you're going to go through. But I know if you're willing to stay in this book 
and to believe it is the true and living word of God, you will win every battle that you face. The joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord we can have right here in this crazy time that we live in. I do not know what will happen this week. We don't know in the world that we're living in today, but many people are so scared. Why, you say, why isn't the Lord coming back yet? I mean, we would so love to see the Lord. And I often quote that verse as I close with today. A day with the Lord is like a thousand years. A thousand years is a day. Surveys have been taken lately through Christian organizations all across the world that every day through the persecution that we're seeing all across the world, Europe, Middle East, Iran, China, you know, the two fastest growing places in the world for Christianity is Iran and China right now. Do you know that there are 100,000 people in our world coming to Jesus Christ and accepting him as their Savior still every day? Is that amazing? A hundred thousand people, and these billions of world, uh, billions of people live in the world. No wonder that the Lord is tearing and waiting. He says He's not slack concerning His promise. He is coming back. Normal is not. He is coming back. But the reason that He still continues to wait, you and I can hold on a little bit, and it might be a little bit uneasy for us. But to know that the reason that the Lord Jesus Christ is waiting another day for another 100,000 people except him. Man, I can wait. We can wait. But as we wait, know that we have hope. Never, ever, more than any other time that we've lived in, that we have the opportunity, as the Bible says, always be ready to give an answer for the hope that you have. In this world today, people are scared and we don't fear because Jesus is in control of our life. Let's pray. So our heads are bowed today. What's on your mind? What's on your heart? What are you thinking about? What's happened to you this last week? What have you faced as a family and God is saying, I want you to pull back. I want you to see me. I want you to know that you have hope. Whatever, whatever you hear from the doctor, whatever you're going through, I, I don't know. But Jesus does. He is your rock of your salvation. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Our life is a vapor. And Jesus is coming back much sooner than we thought. Can you hold on? Can you say, Lord, help me? Help me deal with this, Lord. Give me the strength that I need. Lord, teach me. Teach me, Lord, in the days that I live in that I might gain a heart of wisdom. Father, if there's someone here today that doesn't know you as their Savior, Lord, may they know that we give an invitation they can know you 
for eternity by just praying, Jesus, forgive me, a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came into this world and lived a perfect life for me, and you died on the cross for all of my sins. And I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me, Jesus. Lord, if there's someone here today, even those that are watching or here, Lord, I, I don't know. So I we always give an opportunity. We always give an opportunity. Lord, if there's someone here, as time is running short, may they come forward and I can show them in your word and share that prayer with them and they can find heaven is their home forever. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services. And we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, You'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.